fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. Today, let's talk about what I call the seven habits of the overcomer. We live in difficult days, but we are called to overcome. If you look at the book of Revelation, Jesus was talking to the seven churches. And at the end of every of his writing to these churches, he will say, he that overcomes, he that overcomes. Like he said, he that overcomes shall inherit all things. He that overcomes shall have, you know, to eat out of the tree of life. So he that overcomes. Who are these overcomers? First John 5 tells us in verse 4, Whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And who is that is born of God? 4 John 5 verse 1 says that whosoever believes that Jesus is Christ is the Son is born of God. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you are born of God. And whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. So these overcomers are actually believers who are active with their faith and who are serious in making their faith a reality, a present active reality in their lives. There are certain habits that belong to overcomers. What are habits? Habits are settled practices. Certain things we do over and over and over again that secure continuous and consistent results. And that's what we mean by habit. We're going to look at one of the letters of Apostle Paul to describe these seven habits. And we'll start reading. We'll look at these habits one by one and then in subsequent episodes, God willing, God helping us to dig more into it. Let's go to the letter of Apostle Paul to the Church of Thessalonians. That's the first Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 16. We'll read to verse 22. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Then he said finally, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he, he who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. From this set of words and these verses and passage, we want to pick the habits of the overcomer. Let's look at the first habit of the overcomer. The very first one is in verse 16. We just read chapter 5 for Thessalonians. Say verse 16 says, Rejoice always. Or let me say it like this. Maintain joy at all costs. Say that again. Maintain joy at all costs. Why is joy first the habit of the overcomers? If you don't rejoice, 
you haven't started at all. Joy is the hallmark of the overcomer, the faithful. When we say joy, what do we mean? We just don't mean laughing around, happy, clappy. We mean a steady gladness. A rejoicing, a celebration of the heart from the core of your being. Not because of your circumstances, but you got a deep-seated gladness. And, and let's, let's dig into that. What does that mean? How do you maintain that? And how do you have that? Let's go to the book of Philippians chapter 4. It will give us some more light into this. And when we look at it, we can understand more what the Bible means by rejoicing. Let's look at verse 4. That's Philippians 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Hmm. Interesting. In chapter 3, the same book, Philippians 3 verse 1, Paul wrote this. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same thing to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Paul is saying that when I wrote to you that you should rejoice, it's safe for you. That means your safety is in your joy. In chapter 8, the book of Nehemiah, verse 10, the Bible says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. So that simply means, when the Bible says, rejoice, He's saying, release strength always. Rejoice always means to release strength always. When I rejoice, I'm releasing strength. When I don't rejoice, I'm not releasing strength. So if I want to be strong, an, an overcomer must be strong. And the strength is in the joy of the Lord. So that's why he has to rejoice always. Now, what kind of joy? He said rejoice in the Lord, not in your own ability, not in your fortunate circumstances, not in the better turn of event. But your joy is deep-seated in the source of all good things. Jehovah, God himself said rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Let's read the Passion Translation of that same verse and let's get what it says. I, I love this. It says, be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. What we just read as rejoice always. See the way they put it. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Then it says, let joy overflow for you are united with anointed one. Be cheerful with joy celebration because you have the Lord, because he's on your side, because he's in you, because he's for you. In every season of life, we go through different kinds of seasons. And the Apostle Paul was enjoining us to be cheerful, to be undaunted, to be courageous, to be of good cheer. 
and with joyous celebration, rejoicing in every season of life. Let joy overflow. Where will the joy overflow through? Your mouth. To give praise and magnify and give all honor to the Lord. I, I, I love how the Bible message put it. Listen to what it says. It said, celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel or revel in Him. Mm. Celebrate God. Let's just stop and do that. Father God, we celebrate you. We rejoice in you as our light, as our salvation, as our strength, as our portion in the land of the living. You are our great God, good God, wonderful Heavenly Father. We appreciate you. Thank you for life today. Thank you for life eternal. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your loving kindness and your steadfast mercy never ends over our life. That's celebrating God. You can take this to the battle. Remember Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was confronted with three major armies. He didn't know where to turn. So he turned to prayer and fasting and sought the Lord. The Lord said the battle is not his. That he should not just worry. So what did Jehoshaphat do? The second day, God asked them to go meet them in the valley, the enemies. So you know what he did? He put singers before the army. And they were singing. How oh, are they singing? For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good. The Bible said as they were singing with instruments, rejoicing in the army, before the army, God sent an ambushment that the enemies began to fight among themselves and they dispatched themselves and they only went to go and carry booties. That's people of Israel. What am I saying in essence? Rejoicing, magnifying the Lord, exalting, celebrate God all day, every day. That's what God is asking you to do. That's the first habit of the overcomer. Someone says, if Satan can steal your joy, he has stolen your strength and your miracles. So maintain joy. Maintain joy at all costs. Depend on the Lord and don't ever, ever surrender to sadness and to weakness and to failure. I want to read what Jesus himself said. And it's beautiful in John 16:33. It's beautiful. Let's read Message Bible. It says, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you'll be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But take heart. I have conquered the world. Take heart. That's to rejoice. To magnify the Lord. Let's read some more. It says this over here in personal translation. Everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows. But you must be courageous. You must be what? Courageous. You must be courageous. It always says, cheer up. 
for I have conquered the world. You know, we are not just rejoicing because we are stupid or we are just, you know, superficial in our thinking, looking only at the bright side of life. No, 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 no. We are rejoicing because he has overcome. The lamb has overcome and we are overcome as in him. Thank you for listening.